Hi, and welcome back to another episode of All Bases Covered, the podcast helping you navigate the beauty industry and cut through the bullshit. Hello. Hi. How you going? Good. What is up? Uh, we just spent the last half an hour reminiscing on how bad our teeth were and how much of an awkward phase we went through. But we have the same teeth, guys. You yeah. won't believe it. Very large front chompers. Very fangy fangs. <laughs> Very fangy fangs. How was your week? Really good. I had a nice weekend, like chill-ish. I bought a handbag. <laughs> I was wondering how long it was going to take. And then I got it. sick. Oh, yeah. But that's fine. Tell us all about the handbag because... I know you guys love it when Lisa talks about how much money she spends on things. Do people like that? I don't think it's good. I, I need they to. They do like it. I need to. We know they do. Say again. Please note, I am living beyond my means. I actually can't afford this bag, but I bought it anyway. Now you own it, and it's right here next to us. Yeah. So. You have to tell us the backstory of the bag, too. Yeah, okay. So, I follow Emma Hill on Instagram. She's a UK fashion blogger. I follow her on YouTube as well. And. The reason that I like her is that she is my height, my mm, size. I love that. And wears things that I would wear. As in, she basically, well, she wears a lot of, a lot of blazers, and I'm not a blazer gal, mm. but she wears, like, a lot of basics, just, like, neutrals, stripes, denim, very similar vibes. Mm-hmm. And she influenced mm. my last handbag purchase, which was half I bought, half Brenton gifted to me the Chloe test bag. Chloe test bag. Thank you. Stunning. Yeah, she looks like she dresses in exclusively Arquette clothing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. And Swedish she, vibes. She's really good because she buys a lot of things secondhand. She's tries to be quite sustainable. She doesn't buy like a oh. lot of clothes. So like we align in many ways. I followed her on the podcast in case you guys need to find her oh. because now I would like to learn. I'm her shocked at all that times. I'm not already. Anyway, so she influenced my last bag purchase and then I realise now that I'm going into the offices the world is opening up but I've just been... She goes to an office one day a week but yes now that you're in the office. Sometimes twice. Okay. I'm like I need a bag because I've just been carrying tote bags around which is great but every day my lunch leaks in them and then I have a tote bag with a brown stain on it. Anyway. Tell me you'll never put a lunch in here. No I put tote bags in there. Oh good. I put the brown tote bags in there. Anyway yeah. every outfit po- post she's doing she's wearing like a striped tee converse jeans and this bag and all of a sudden it looks fucking chic and i'm like isn't it amazing what accessories do to the most boring outfits in the world it's like how alana davison mm. davidson davison mm. wears chunky gold jewelry with everything and it's like you're wearing a sweater and jeans and boring shoes and but you put jewelry with it and you're like leveled up you're looking fab absolutely yep and this is like the most boring utilitarian bag ever but it looks super chic it like levels things up a notch we should tell everyone what it is i'm about to great it is the celine and this is absolutely probably not how you say it so sangle like s-e-a-u space s-a-n-g-l-e so song so song who knows anyway anyway it's you can fit a laptop in it that's why i bought it it's essentially if a bucket bag and a tote bag had a baby it's like a large bucket i would almost Mm. say with like an open top and a clip zip and a front and a back exposed pocket and two two side side exposed pockets that look like drink bottle holders but you would never misshape it like that would you Never. never and a fabric handle which i actually really like very short fabric handle for like over the shoulder vibes, yes. but not like just Never tucked under the arm yes. shoulder. Yeah, and it's pebbled leather. Yeah, it does come in smooth too, and it's black. Anyway, it's I mean it's going to be with me forever. And gold hardware, which is hard to find in bags. It is hard to find, and also because it's a brushed gold hardware, it won't wear. Mm. My Victorian Woods bag 
has gold hardware, but it's shiny and it's starting to silver mm. in the areas where yeah. it wears a lot, which yeah. is annoying because I bought it because it was gold. I don't yeah. want it to be silver. How annoying. Anyway, I love this dearly. I was trying to buy it on Vestiaire. Uh, she got burnt like three times. I got burnt three times. I made two separate bids and then I purchased the bag and then they rejected me and then took me ages to refund. So I was like thousands of dollars out of pocket because they cleared my thing and then took five days to refund me. <laughs> Anyway, it turned out when I was trying to buy it secondhand on Vestiaire that it was like $400 cheaper than buying one new. And while I wanted to buy one old to say $400 because that's like, you know, more than most people spend on one bag, two to be a bit more sustainable, three to get old Celine because old Celine's cooler than new Celine. Yeah. Um, I cracked. I went into Chadston. I'd had some sushi train. I had She's feeling I had a, a cheese tart on my mind and I just... I went, she did it. it. I'm buying it. I'm truly shocked to my core that Brenton was with you and allowed you to do it. It's the type of thing that Adrian never would be like. Not to. I know, but Adrian wouldn't tell me no. If we were feeling spendy, yes. he would be like, Yas Queen. Yeah. Looks amazing. Do mm-hmm. it. I love that. But he would shame me about it before it happened. Yeah. To yeah. the point where it would turn me off doing it. It would have to be a it would have to be something that I sprung on him in a spendy mood that I caught him off guard. I couldn't yeah. I couldn't warm him to the idea. So, yeah. Well, anyway, it's I'm so thrilled. The newest baby. It's it's uh, actually nestled right here next to the microphone. Yeah. Um. So it's joining us for this episode. So if it feels more expensive in here, it's because it is. <laughs> I love it. Can we also get an update on your perioral dermatitis? Uh it's worse than ever. Oh, is it? Yeah. It doesn't look bad. Oh. It's, it's like, a bit bumpy. It's it's gone from sort of being pale pink and flaky to being halfway between the flaky type and the, like, acneic type. Like, yeah. it's kind of, like, raised and scabby. I think I'm going to go to the GP next week and get, get some potentially... Is it a bit around your nose too? Yes, yeah, so I get that flare-up around my nose yeah. and that hadn't been flaring up and no. now it is. Yeah. I had been desitinning and sulfur-masking alternative nights and it looked like it was working for, like, four days after mm. like two treatments of each and then it just got worse and now I'm just like not putting anything on it uh, okay. it's just it's bad that sucks mine um, cleared relatively well yeah. I stopped using it the desitin about two days after we recorded last week's episode and then I started using vitamin C again because mm. I was like I think I need to bring this back into my life okay. uh, it didn't burn and like I think my skin barrier is doing quite well but I have noticed that I've been a little bit flaky and you know that texture that your skin gets when it's almost like you've got blocked um, follicles where it's, like, rough mm. but not dry, if that makes sense. Mm. I don't really know what's going on. And I got that in my chin and a good, like, face washer loosened it and, like, made it better. Yeah. But now I'm a little bit flaky again. So I think yeah. I just better just, just pull no, back. No, you went um, in way too fast. I know, but I was Story like... Story of your life. You're the least impatient person I know. Least patient, I know. Oh, wait, yeah, least... <laughs> I well, I was like using, I was like have my glycolic and I'm using it on my my forehead yeah. and my the tops of my cheeks. I did that with retinol the other day. I missed it so much. I have to use this, and then yeah. I had to go and wash my hands, and then like wait for it to dry, so I didn't like yeah. smear it into the wrong areas. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's that on that, and mm. the rest of my week was fine. I have nothing to report except that I went to the fruit shop on the weekend. <laughs> Yes. Near Lisa's house. And I oh, want yeah. to tell you all about it when we get to my snack of the week. Okay. Should we move into beauty news? Yeah, let's. Very, very, very slow news, news week this week. So slow. So slow. Literally. Three things. Three things. Uh, that's the tea on that. Firstly, Alana Davidson, previously mentioned Chunky Gold Jewelry Wearer, has collabed with Nude Sticks. Again. 
to release a Picante collab. Which is a bright orange blush. It's their Nude Sticks blush. Nudies blush, I believe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's the Nudies blush in the shade Picante, which is her shade that she's developed. It's like a fire engine orange Red Nas Red Square vibe orange. Yes. And there's also a mini of the Bondi Bay and a mini of the Bubbly Bebe. Yeah. Okay, really good colours then. Great shades. Yeah. Looks lovely. To be honest, though, not a type, the type of blush that I would wear. I'm not really like a bright orange blush. <laughs> I really don't think it would do favours for my complexion at all. I feel like it looks good on blondes. Yeah. Is that a generalisation? No, I think it looks good on blondes too because, like, I love that lip colour on blondes. So yeah, Like, same. blondes look so good in a orangey red. Yeah, I look like a... Mm. It makes my teeth so yellow. Something about blonde hair, like, balances it nicely, whereas yeah. when you've got brown hair and you wear a bright orange, it's like you've got to have very white teeth to pull it off. I agree. There's only a certain time and, like, shade that my skin is when I can pull off an orangey red. Otherwise, I'm a Cruella or a... Yeah. Or a what's what's my favorite red? Oh, Dragon Girl, all the way. Oh, but I guess blue and pink. Blue, pink. Yeah, it's the same vibe. Uh, speaking of lipsticks, yes, Glossier this week have announced that they are bringing out. Uh, they've they've oh, launched, they've launched yeah. the new Ultra Lip, which is their lip balm stick. <laughs> That's what I'm going to call it. It's a moisture lip balm. It's a it's a lip tint, a lip gloss, and a lip balm all in one. There are nine shades. They're describing Shantakaya lip sheiks. They absolutely are. The Anna Edit has already ordered them. Oh. Uh, she said it reminded her of the Victoria Beckham lipstick range, which oh. we haven't tried, which now we need to try the Shit. glossier ones and Victoria Beckham. We're going to have to spend so much money. I it's know. still not available on the I can't afford the, to the spend bronzer. any money. I have this stupid bag, baby. Baby. Bag, bag, baby. Uh, well, that's a shame. We're going to have to sell her so that we can oh. buy. <laughs> Send her back. We need to buy lipsticks. But seriously... I actually had like a mini breakdown. Not that's such a uh, exaggeration of what mm-hmm. actually happened. I whinged to Adrian the other day about yes. the fact that we can't get Glossier in Australia because these launch and I'm about to run out of my perfume. And I was like, everything is a travesty. When mm. are we going to be able to go back to America? He's like, not for freaking ages. I can't even import the fragrance because you can't yes. do that via the mail forwarding service because it's it can't be done by air. I would get my fragrance by the time we're allowed to travel overseas again. That's how long it would take to get to Australia, I think, if I ordered it. No, because you can't. You can't do you it. You can't. Yeah. There's, the mail forwarding people, like, take it out. Yes. So I don't know what to do. Yeah, me either. And now that you're saying that, I'm stressed about the number of backups I have because I know, so like... Stop using it. You're not going anywhere six days of the week. <sighs> <laughs> Wear it for your trips to Chadston, your days at work. Okay. But you've got the Isogamma as well. You can wear that on its own. It's beautiful. Yeah. I wear them both together. So I wear like 18 sprays of fragrance a day. That's like $10 worth of fragrance a day. To walk the dogs. (laughs) Honestly, sometimes I look at our lives and I think, we are living beyond our means. Absolutely. We're not the only ones though. But then I also simultaneously haven't worn anything other than tracksuits and like uh, foster dog merch in the last, you know, (laughs) two weeks. So... Potato, potato. The next bit of beauty news is... A very unfortunate state of affairs. I love it. I love when dumb people do dumb things. So people are buying blackhead extracting tools off Amazon because TikTok have told them to. I'm not going to lie. They've been popping up in my newsfeed too, but, like, they look like very reputable brands that have those... Vanity Planet vibes. Yeah, blackhead-sucking vacuum tools Mm. that just... (laughs) Out your blackheads and off you go into the merry sunset. 
So people are buying these blackhead extraction tools because TikTok told them to, and they're giving their face hickeys, and they've got like black bruising all over their face. It looks. Who was the person that you sent me the video of? I actually, it was like a friend of a friend of a friend slightly knew her, but apparently it's like all of Gen Z is doing it. <laughs> so basically, yeah, the the device is sucking the skin so hard, and I imagine they're doing it on a dry face as well. They've probably got like no slip yeah, yeah. to their skin, which yeah. is probably also aiding in the hickeying because it's like literally tearing the skin up a vacuum that is too strong as well oh it's all when you get an extraction using like and blackhead removal it should always be done with like soft prepared skin that has been like amply steamed Mm. as already primed to be you know just just gently caressed (laughs) not on like a cold dry never been touched before face who's paranoid about blackheads anyway yeah horrific hickey style bruising seen around like corners of noses and mm. in like the creases of a chin because yeah. that's where people are most paranoid about their blackheads mm. and it looks awful so PSA don't buy this tool Absolute, don't buy this tool from, from anyone anyway yeah, don't fuck your face up and on that note just a bit of gossip on, oh. on the note of Vanity Planet yeah Sarah's Day's wedding video came out and we have so many things to discuss I personally haven't seen it. However, I have heard many conversations about it and everyone keeps, not everyone, but a few people have said to me, you need to tell me when you've watched the video so that we can talk about it. And I just, I can't bring myself to do it. I'm already cringing having heard everything that I've heard. Okay. Tell me, do tell me everything though. So firstly, her hair looked awesome and her makeup looked awesome. And in all of the video, like her hair and makeup, it was like the end of the night. They're still dancing. She still looks so good. Oh, that's great. Good but for her. But she has not referenced who did her hair or makeup in anything that I can find, which I'm like, I wonder if why? they asked her not to. I wonder if they're already popular hair and makeup artists in their own right and they're like, TBH, girl, I don't need your support and promo. I'm fine. Maybe they don't do brides typically and they did her as a favour because she's famous. I don't know. Anyway, so that's my positive feedback. Now onto the list of negatives. <laughs> my negative feedback is that in her vows, she said that she wanted God to bring her a boy that went to the gym. And he said, I wanted someone that I could have fun with, whatever, and that was skinny. Yeah, and I like a he said, I wife. wanted a skinny. I, I prayed for God to give me a skinny wife or something. I'm like, yeah, because that's God's priorities. <laughs> um, it was just disgusting. They both I literally said that awful. in their vows. It's it was absolutely awful. Oh, uh, it was just the grossest thing ever. I'm my scalp got like tingled. I just I hated it. it. I just hated that so much. It's disgusting. And if you're gonna say that, like, that's fine. Say it to each other. Don't say it in front of a whole group of people. And you know what? Even if you do want to say it in front of a whole group of people, your closest family and friends, and expose how vain and disgusting mm. you are and the fact that God thinks that he get you think that God gave you a hot partner, like, lol at that. But uh, also, don't fucking televise it on YouTube. Yeah. You idiots. Yeah. Disgusting I haven't, behavior. I haven't, I haven't gone looking for it, but, like, I'm sure there's uproar about it. Anyway, I just thought the other interesting thing was that... In every speech about her, everyone was like, ha, gluten-free, dairy-free. Like, her sisters were razzing her diets. And then, like, the best man said something along the lines of, like, oh, and this is gluten-free, dairy-free, and available on the Sunny app now. Ha, ha, ha. And I just thought to myself, like, I was thinking, obviously, I'm about to get married and, like, the things that people might say about me. And I just thought, 
Well, you're purposely if, making sure that no one speaks about you at your wedding, so that won't happen, but anyway. But, like, <laughs> if a large proportion of what people would say about me on my wedding day was about my, was diet. About my diet... It's like, how good of friends are they to you? Because they do they not have anything else to add? Or is that that much of your identity, which it is, mm-hmm. that, that that is an appropriate thing to talk about? And I just thought, like... Absolutely not. I've got a lot of dietary restrictions, and I still don't think that would be, like, the first thing that people would talk about... And People would definitely talk about poo for me, but that's fine. Yeah, same. But, like, I just thought it was really sad. And she hasn't got any actual reason. Like, she's not a celiac. She hasn't got a, like, a dairy protein intolerance. Mm. Like, and whenever she talks about food, she's like, oh, I'm making ice cream. Healthy, obviously. And I just realised this bitch has not put something that has refined sugar in her body ever. Yeah. Well, and and. Yeah. And I get the dairy-free, like, if that... And the gluten-free. If that makes you feel better, that's fine. But why refined sugar-free? That is because you're fat-phobic. That is because you are so fearful of eating something, quote-unquote, unhealthy. She's orthorexic. I can't handle it. Yes, I'll continue to watch her. But, like, wow. Just seeing her wedding and, like, the fact that she just wanted to be a skinny bride and, like, that... Oh, I just couldn't. I can't. I can't. Yeah. People are fucked. People are so fucked. And I'm just... was so thankful that, like... I can eat shit food and go, hee, this is bad for me, but, like, oh, well, my body wants it, my body needs it. Yeah. And then, like, other times I can be like, you need to eat gluten-free because your body hates you and you haven't shat for weeks. Yeah. And I'm so lucky that... And it's all about balance. I can recognise that and that other people can't and that she makes a living off her... Whilst we're talking about... Disordered eating. Yeah, whilst we're talking about this, it's kind of a segue to talk about the Demi Lovato documentary, which a few people have mentioned. I know that Shameless spoke, like, touched on it, and I think Mamma Mia Out Loud touched on it. And I listened to it from the perspective of Sam Ravindol and Alyssa on the Approachable podcast today. And it was interesting because they were talking about the responsibility of celebrities to to not spread misinformation about problematic issues. Yes. And must be hard. The reason for it was that they... I found that it was it was quite a long conversation. I think they spoke for an hour and a half about uh, pretty much any, any triggering thing under the sun, like, mm. you know, body dysmorphia, uh, anorexia, body eating issues, mm. substance abuse. Yeah. But I found it to be a really interesting take on it because no one else had quite touched on the fact that they were speaking about the fact that as an addict, which she she was and, and has referred to herself as a recovering addict who is now on a, uh, I believe they call it a California sober. Okay, what does that mean? Well, it means that you only drink alcohol and you only smoke weed. And Alyssa went, flew off her tits about it because she was like, there's no such thing as being partially sober. Yeah. You are or you aren't. And to say that you are doing a, a or like a, taking part in a substance, in substance abuse, uh, in a moderated way is not sustainable. Mm. It, as an as an addict, you are going to relapse. Mm. And she came at it from the angle of saying it was so interesting watching the documentary because everyone around Demi Lovato and her family and her life had referenced to the fact during the documentary of how manipulative she was and how mm. it's not her manipulation, it's obviously the, the drugs and her addiction that's manipulating. And then yet how everyone said she's doing really well in moderation. I think she's fine. And it's like, well, no... She's not. She's manipulated you into thinking that she's okay. Yeah. Yeah. So if you want to listen to a conversation from that perspective about substance abuse and and addiction, then I found it to be quite an interesting episode. Obviously, Alyssa has struggled with addiction herself in her life, and Sam's partner, um, husband, was also a drug addict. So they both had quite 
astute angles to bring to the to the to the talk without being psychologists. So mm, very interesting. Yeah. yeah, problematic celebrities. It's a trend. Absolutely. I think that was it for beauty news. Yeah. Right now. We would normally be discussing our product trial, and in case you've missed the memo, we're doing these in mini episodes. Mm. So on Wednesday, we're going to talk about the new NARS cream bronzer. You have, and I can't believe you didn't know that. Yeah, I do. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I can't believe it. Okay, so I can't believe you didn't know that a great way to measure how much sunscreen you need to apply for your face is to use the two-finger rule. What does that mean? You pump it along your two fingers, like your peace, your peace sign fingers. Yep. Like a squiggle, like a hot dog with mustard. Yeah, yeah, like you're putting mustard and tomato sauce on a bun. And that is roughly enough. I find this very useful because, you know, when you use something like the serum dropper from Ultraviolet, Ultraviolet it's like very thin. I feel like sometimes it's easy to apply, not enough. And also I flip between that one and then the one in the pump. So I also probably apply differing amounts yeah, of probably. that. I credit Bianca E. Hill. I'm sure she didn't invent this by any means, but I see her post doing that all the time Mm. along her two fingers. And I just sort of thought like, oh, yeah, good idea, but like random. Yeah. But I then saw a TikTok or a reel of a derm doing it and then scooping it into like a measuring cup. And it was five mil, approximately a teaspoon, which is what's recommended for your face. So I was like, oh, okay, that's good. Also, I'm in the uh, blessed situation of having uh, tiny skeletal head and big long hands so i reckon that's gonna give me ample coverage one finger is like the size of one cheek for you so that's great yeah so very good that's a really that's a good tip thank you i didn't know that at all you're welcome dang these products are so good what's the deal what's your beauty fave this week oh oh bit of a throwback thursday here my beauty fave is the eve lom intense hydration serum it's been so long since you've used this. Did you run out of Liberty Bell? No, I did. <laughs> I haven't run out of Liberty Bell, yeah. but this has been open for a while and I was like, Gotta use it. I like it. Yeah. I stopped using it because I found something I preferred and now I'm going to let it sit there and go off. No. Stupid bitch. Yep. So, <laughs> so I was like, okay, I need to keep using this. Also, I was like the perioral dermatitis, like I use this for a long It'll time. It never flared up. Like, yeah. you know, maybe it's the Liberty Bell. It's not, but like just old faithful. And... It's so good. And I, I think when I found the Liberty Bell, I was like, this is the one, and it made this one feel like shit. But, like, no, this is so nice. It is, yeah. They're definitely comparable amounts of lovely. Absolutely. And I was looking up the prices to be like, and Eve Long's better or Liberty Bell's better. They both cost exactly $144. Wow. I can't afford this life. 
That's so much money for a serum. <laughs> she says after buying a handbag. Yeah, I can't afford to hydrate my face anymore now. Well, lucky you've got two bottles that you're still going oh through. Oh, God. Anyway, uh, it's so great. What's your beauty fave? My beauty fave this week is extraordinarily boring, okay. but I'm very excited to talk about it. It's the CeraVe body moisturizer mm-hmm. with ceramides. Mm. So we have been staunch lovers of mm. the QV Intense Hydration with Ceramides Body Lotion. Hell yeah. This is the CeraVe version of that. Yeah. It has hyaluronic acid in it, which mm-hmm. the QV does not. Mm. And also the same ceramides like EP, AOP, whatever they are. NP. NP, AOP, yeah, whatever. whatever they are. Yeah. And, I mean, the ingredients other than that look like a bit blah because it's just like panthenol and glycerin and yeah. like things that are... Humectants and occlusives. Exactly. And but... There are two things that I truly, really like about this product. The first is it doesn't have a smell at all. So the QV one smells a little bit... It had almost like a musty smell or Mm. like... Like a baby powdery, but not baby powder. Almost like a little bit stinkier. Like kind of the smell of when you've got wet jeans that you like haven't washed in a while. And like they just smell a bit like your skin. Why are your jeans wet? Maybe they got damp. Why in the are they shower. wet and then you haven't washed them for a while? Let's not talk about it. What do you do? <laughs> Let's not talk about it. Do you need it. help? But that's what it smelled like. And this one smells like absolutely nothing. And the other amazing thing about it is it doesn't leave any residue on your body whatsoever. So the QV one definitely leaves a very slight sticky film. Mm. This one sinks all the way in and almost gives the skin. I don't want to say it's silicone-y feeling because it doesn't feel like it's like a spack filler on your pores, but it gives you a very smooth feeling with no residue whatsoever. And I have woken up every day this week still extraordinarily hydrated. I love that feeling. Which is really nice. It makes me feel like I am like going... Like the reason I purchased it, I've obviously gone through my QV and at the moment there's nothing I can do to keep my skin hydrated. Yeah, I just give up now. I still feel hydrated today and I was wearing... I don't, I don't have, like, dry, flaky legs or anything. Yeah, how do you get that after jeans? When I remove my jeans, I yes, just get a snowstorm. cloud of dust. Yeah, yeah same. This I could do the disappearing really act. Like, I could go, and then I could just go, yeah. Yeah. yeah, run away. Yes, that's exactly the same as me. So I think that you should try it. It's okay. probably risen to the number <sighs> one of my body moisturizers that I've ever used category, I would say. The only thing I would say about CeraVe is that their stock fucking sucks. You can never buy it. Like the CeraVe cleanser, I recommend to so many people. I want to say it was this time last year. We had so many people in our inboxes being like, yeah. I think I have perioral dermatitis. I'm having mask acne. I'm having acne. It's winter. I've got isolation acne. What all do? of this. Yeah. What to do? What's cheap? Where, where should I spend? And I'm like, you know, save on your cleanser. Save on this. And I was recommending things like the CeraVe salicylic acid cleanser and the CeraVe just basic ceramide cleanser and all this stuff and it was like it was never in stock Chemist Warehouse Mornington exorbitant amounts of stock oh, of QV QV so Take if you're after the it, we also bought uh, the Cicaplast B5 mask from La Roche yeah we've got multiple we're going to try them out as a product of the week in future because everyone talks about them all the time I think that I could even... I'm willing to try that while I've still got perioral dermatitis as well. I did, and I was okay. Spoiler alert. But, like, you can definitely try it. Okay. Actually, it's not a helmet. It's a hairnet. It has extra room so you don't mess up your hairdo. What's your non-beauty fave this week? I have two. Yes. One's my handbag. Of course. But one is, and I can't believe it, The Girl in the Window. The movie. It's a movie. I've seen it. She's on a train. That's the girl on the train. Fuck. But it's, she's looking at people through a window on the train. Yeah, it's like the okay. exact same vibe. 
Oh. Okay. Wait. Does she catch a train at the start of the movie? No. Okay. <laughs> she doesn't leave sure. her house. Okay, great. But it's the exact same vibe. I can't okay. express to you. So, I don't know if the listeners know this about me. I don't even know if you know this about me. But I don't watch movies. Dude, of course I know this about you because I'm the same person. I also hate movies. My boss was trying to talk to me the other day about narratives and was using, like, movies as references. He's like, you know, Star Wars. And I was like, he's like, you know, Lord of the Rings. And I was like, he's like, you don't know any of, like, the key no. stories of the world. Harry Potter? Yeah. I don't even seen i have seen all of them okay. but like once i can't bring myself to rewatch movies okay i can re-watch movies but only ones that i've watched before and i still don't enjoy it i watch probably one to two new movies a year i would agree yeah same yeah and I probably would, would fall asleep in the middle of those yep, yeah and i would watch under, under 10 total movies a year oh yeah easily easily <laughs> absolutely okay we're the only people in this world like this anyway so when it gets to saturday and i've bought my handbag and i've had my cheese tarts and i've had my sushi train and i'm sitting down and brenton has cancelled the rug because it's too cold I'm like yes i finally got my quality time yeah i go let's watch this new movie on netflix yeah. he drops dead with joy. Yeah, Adrian does the same thing. He's like, yeah. this is the happiest day of my life because you want to watch a movie with yeah. me. Truly, they get so excited. Literally. And the only movies I'll watch are Mrs. Doubtfire, Matilda, <laughs> Harry Potter reruns, or weird psychological thrillers largely based on books. Yes, I do like psychological thrillers as well. Read Gone Girl, read Girl on the Train, read this one. Yeah. Anyway, it's like a Girl little bit spooky. Girls. Yeah, I know. Anyway, it's great. I watched this week. Why did we both have a movie week? You watched a movie? Yeah, I told you. Uh, a Quiet Place. Which is the movie with those two people that are together, romantically. Oh, Jim Halpert and... and Emily Blunt. Yes. Not Jim Halpert, what's his name? John Krasinski. Yes, thank you. My husband. Yes. It's a scary movie. Oh my god, we both watch scary movies. Adrian doesn't doesn't ever want to watch a horror. In fact, I don't think in the whole eight years that Adrian and I have been together that he's ever said, let's watch a horror movie because Mm. he gets nightmares. Would you watch a horror movie? Uh, I'm okay with watching psychological thriller style horror movies where it's like a little bit scary, but this was like aliens, aliens, horror. aliens <laughs> and like suspense and okay. scary piano music, jump scares, jump scares okay. all the way through uh, it. I don't like that. So it was Makes about you get cold sweat. It was a really interesting movie, aside from like the stupid fucked up alien shit that was just mm. like dumb, mm. and they looked a lot like the aliens from Stranger Things, oh. which was like I was like, did you use the same ones? <laughs> Where did you find them in the stock cupboard? <laughs> Where did this come from? Yeah. And it's about the... So the world has been invaded by aliens and they are sensitive to noise. Mm. And so the whole movie is basically set in silence other than the music that plays. That sounds horrific. And the reason this family lived is because one of their children is deaf and so they knew sign mm-hmm. language and that was how they were able to survive. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they basically have to live in complete and utter silence to avoid the aliens and then, like... Annoying things happen, like a fucking nail sticks out of the ground and mm. someone steps yeah. on it and then they make a noise because they're in pain and an alien will come and kill them. Uh. Anyway, it was an absolutely woeful movie yeah. that was scary and not enjoyable and Adrian was like, we're definitely going to see number two at the cinema. <laughs> <laughs> I was like... Why are you making it your non-beauty favourite It's then? not my non-beauty favourite. I'm just talking uh. about the fact that I also happened to watch a movie this week. Well, don't drag mine down. I can't describe anything about mine because as with most, like, you know, psychological thr- yeah. thrillers, it's like they lead you one way and then it's the other way and all yeah. of that shit. So I can't say anything about it. The Girl been... in the Window. I'm going to watch it this week. Yeah, Maybe I'll watch two movies on Netflix. Okay. Wow. Oh, What's your non-beauty I have. It's not that stupid movie. Two. Okay. But the first one is 
My handbag? Rather niche. <laughs> Your handbag. No, the first one is rather niche. If you read Untamed last year from Glennon Doyle, mm. she's just released a podcast mm. and I thoroughly enjoy it. She's the type of person who just talks about life and feelings and she's very Brene Brown if you're someone who's yeah. interested in Brene Brown, which, by the way, she started a podcast at the end of maybe 2019 or maybe it was the start of 2020 being like, Unlocking Us, new podcast by Brene Brown. She's released two episodes ever. Could you please come back, Brene Brown? Work, Brene. Also, who the fuck is calling their kids Brene and, and Glennon? Glennon? Yeah, weird names. Weird names. Anyway, that was a really good one. And I've also started watching Utopia, which is... Oh, with the redhead dude. With lots of dudes. Yes, with, with the, the redhead, redhead dude. dude. Yes. Yeah. And with also... the painfully sweaty, clammy, nervous guy. Yes. <laughs> Silly Pecola, Kitty Flanagan. Oh, my God. Okay, yeah, Australian yeah. Australian yeah. ABC TV series, which, if you've ever worked in an office, is rather anxiety-inducing to watch. It's very fast-paced. Why? Which Are it... they in an office in it? Yeah, they're in an office. Okay. And it's like they work for a government organisation and they they... <laughs> it's basically what my life is at all times and okay. what Adrian's life is. So it's quite, it is quite anxiety inducing to watch, but it's very fast paced, like 25 minute episodes. And even when they're in between scenes, the music is like, like it's enough that uh-huh. like, you're like, Ooh, I'm still interested. I'm still watching this show. Oh, it was okay. so fast paced that I couldn't pick up my phone during it or I would have missed things. And that for me is a key to yeah. a good TV show. Gets you off your phone. Does. So it was started in 2016. I think there's four seasons. Oh, so wow. it's like that old. I know, a little bit dated, but so this se- the first few episodes, I'm like, I can kind of tell this is a little bit from the past, but it's not too bad. Yeah. Well, it's ABC. It's probably more current than anything else of its time. Yes. While we're just rolling on these rants, <laughs> I'm going to talk about an honorary mention for my non-beauty fave. It's what I talked about with Adam Brody, Startup on Netflix. Oh, it's a TV show. It's a, it's a TV show. Yeah. And it's like, think kind of like Breaking Bad vibes. like With Adam Brody from The O.C.? Yeah. Okay. He's got Seth Cohen in it. Is he hot? He's so hot. Okay. He hasn't aged at all. Lucky him. But he doesn't look like he's been trying not to age. Oh. He's just so hot. And he's so like my 2010 dream body type. Just like mm. literally a string bean. Um, <laughs> not for, for myself. That was what I liked in a man. And there's also this other beautiful chick in it. And then it's just, it's kind of scary. Well, you've really it's explained great. it so well. I totally okay, know it's about happen. this. Is like, it about drugs? If it's breaking bad vibes? <sighs> no, it's it's a it's about uh, three like mismatched people that have come together to launch a cryptocurrency. Right. Adam Brody's like a banker, you know, kind of type, well off type. There's a guy who's like a Haitian gang lord, and then there's a girl who's like she's the cryptocurrency chick. Cool. Failure to all their family, tech whiz. Anyway, they come together. I don't really know what's happening yet, but it's like very scary and there's like scary gang things and like money mm. things and Netflix as well. It's on Netflix. Do you know what it kind of reminds me of? What? Burn Notice. Can't relate. I bloody loved yeah. I bloody loved Burn Notice. Oh, and also whilst we're talking about yeah. random things that are happening, this is just this is now this episode. Yeah. Uh, shout out to ROK Trimmer. Mm-hmm. who yeah. came into our Instagram DMs today to say Survivor is coming back. Yeah, but when? Someone... Spring. Wait, it also, says, was that says... Australian Survivor? Because Australian no, Survivor... US. It was Jeff okay. Probes. Yeah, because Australian Survivor was doing Brains versus Braun versus Beauty, I think. And set in Australia, which would be fun, because the last time they got set in Australia, someone was had to get choppered out, and it was season one of US Survivor or something, yeah, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, but he fell on the fire. It wasn't, like, super Australian relevant. Um, okay, so the Australian one set in Australia... Yes. I'm pretty sure, isn't the US one set in Australia? No, no. they're in um, 
Hawaii. Are they? I think. Of or course, like somewhere. They couldn't go of anywhere. Course. Yeah. Of I'm, course, of course. I'm so excited for them to come back. I feel like I've been deprived. And also, the mm. last season of Survivor. I know no one likes listening to us talk about Survivor. But it was the best. It was the best one ever. I'm I don't know how they can keep going from here. It's literally a year later. I'm still paying for my CBS membership for nothing. <sighs> so I can't wait. Hi. Brandon said, check phone. I'm worried that there's a lot of puppy poo on the ground. Can I have some TV snacks or are they Oh, no, no, please say eat them all. That was what I was going to talk about next. Oh, okay. Please ask him for a review. He has to come up and talk about them. Just took it to my veins! Next up, whilst we are talking about great things and we're moving on to snacks, Mm. I bought the TV snacks Krispy Kreme that Mm -hmm. we spoke about last week as snack news. Yep. What did you think of them? I bought them around here. When I opened the box, I'll just say what I thought about them. Yeah. When I opened the box and I sniffed them for the very first time, I said, these smell exactly like TikTok biscuits, the clocks. Yeah. And they look and smell and taste exactly like the vanilla TikToks. Mm-hmm. That's all I can say. And it's, they're disappointingly hard because they're biscuits, not yes. donuts. And she gave them to me and she was like, now in your first mouthful, tell me what this reminds you of. And I was like, it's TikTok. And she was like... <laughs> That's exactly what I said. And is, now Brenton's... This is why we are us. Brenton's now coming to give us a review. No, no. Come here and sit what down. What does it remind you of? It reminds me of a, um, the TikTok... <laughs> It is. It's a round TikTok with a hole in the middle. Does it make you feel a bit weird that it's hard because it looks so much like a donut that you want it to be soft? No, but it's a TV snack too. Okay, all right. He's balanced his expectations. Very good. Four from four. Four from four. And what's your snack this week? I've got two. (laughs) One is the Whitaker's milk chocolate with hazelnuts because... It's been a while. No, I've never had it. What? I thought it was your favourite. You know, coconut rub. Coconut rough. Yeah, no, the hazelnut one I've never had before. Brenton mm. snacked it in the basket. Joke's on him. I ate the entire block except for one row. He got one row. And then he confronted me and said, I don't think I got any of that block. And I said, that's a lie because when I opened it, I gave you a row. Good old thing in that space. <laughs> very good old thing in that space. Anyway, very delicious. Big into my hazelnut chocolate at the moment. Did you buy it in the mini bar or did you buy it in the full bar? No, I bought the full block. Yeah. And I ate the full block. And my other snack of the week is Betty's Burgers. Oh, what? They're so good. Where did you buy them from? Eastland? No, Glen Waverley. Oh. I don't think there is one at Eastland, or is there? There used to be, I think, but maybe they've moved. Then it's There's one at Doncaster. Maybe that's where it was. Um, I'm not a huge burger gal. I've mentioned this before. My favourite burger is a McDonald's burger with a steamed bun, because I don't like big, thick patties. I find buns always dry and disappointing. Sometimes I try with the brioche, and I'm like, it just tastes stale. My favourite burger in this land is a Shake Shack burger, closely followed by an In-N-Out burger, but In-N-Out's chips are so shit that it makes me resent them, Mm. whereas Shake Shack, good all round. And it's like a Shake Shack dupe. They do shakes, delicious. They don't have malt, so it's a shame, but Mm. I got a vanilla shake. It was delicious. I got, like... The Betty Classic, and I added pickles and all the things that I wanted. It's so good. Like, crispy meat and, like, soggy, sweet, soft bun. Like, oh. so good. And I got violent diarrhea and really bad indigestion. Um, <laughs> but I did also scull, like, a giant thing of thick, thick milk. I think it was probably shake, to be honest. <laughs> 100%. And I don't want to be that person that's like, oh, I had too much milk. But, like, I think I had too much milk. I think I had too much <laughs> fat. Yeah. But I do have a fat malabsorption <laughs> issue, and I was just like... <laughs> <laughs> It just sat like I know, you know top top shit. rib for the rest of my life. That's how I felt for the last two months. It's so painful. Yeah, so not good. Anyway, but so delicious. And the best part was that it's like 
six minutes down the road. So I drove my work break. We went, we had food, and then we came home. And normally that would be my entire work but break. It but it wasn't. Because you got to have a food coma after it before yeah. you start work again. And shit my pants before I got back to work. So good. So good. I was going to feel like minor shame that you were going to call me out for having a tacky snack this week. So I'm really glad that you've led with that. <laughs> when I went to the fruit shop that's near, Lisa has a wholesale fruit fruit market, fruit and veg market shop yeah. place near The big her. watermelon. The big watermelon. Oh, I'm really disclosing where I live now. <laughs> quite close. Yeah, yeah, the big watermelon. Yeah, Shit's still south. And I went there on the weekend because I walked the dog in Norton's and yeah. I thought, I'm going to pop in. Anyway, <laughs> I found jalapenos and my favourite thing to purchase. Oh, watermelon? Yep. In the... Fridge section with yeah. the mushrooms on the left-hand wall. In the weird cold room. Yeah, in the cold yeah. room. So many good Asian herbs in there. So Reliable. many. Yeah. Not just Asian herbs, all the Asian all vegetables yeah. as well. Yes, yeah. And I found jalapenos, and I get very elated when I find a full jalapeno because they're quite difficult to come by. Mm. And often when you find them at Coles or Woolworths, they've already wrinkled and they're, like, yeah. old and not very yeah. juicy or nice. no one's buying them there. My favourite thing to do with a jalapeno is to you turn made a jalapeno popper. popper. <laughs> so American on me. I don't think I've ever had one. Tell me about it. So you cut the jalapeno in half and you scoop out the seeds. Mm-hmm. You can leave the seeds in, but you better, better to scoop them out anyway, and then you scoop them into a Philadelphia cream cheese yeah. little situation. So chili seeds in, Philadelphia cream cheese in, add whatever additional like melty cheese that you want to it, like a cheddar or a, I'm sure they would use like a jack cheese if you were in America or whatever. Mm-hmm. Monterey jack. Yeah. yeah. And then you add Cajun or like whatever you want, a cumin, whatever you want to add as like a, a yep. spice. I added a little bit of coriander and a little bit of spring onion. Mm-hmm. And then scoop that into the jalapeno case, like the half, yes. put it in the oven and bake it until the cheese starts to like firm up a little I bit because of the... about baked cream cheese. No, because the, it's not so much cream cheese and the other cheese just gets a bit melty and firm okay. as you would expect it to. And then crush up corn chips, like oh. just salted corn chips. Yep. Really Which small. Which you could also buy from the watermelon. Yeah, really, really small. So that they're like a crumb. And yeah. whilst it's still a little bit soft, sprinkle it on top of the poppers yeah. and bake them again. Oh my god, this is so tacky. You're right. I know. It's like a Jaclyn Hill snack. It's a Jaclyn Hill snack for sure. That's and then she'd exactly cover it with, like, cheese from a can. Yeah, well, I didn't do any of that. <laughs> but they're the most delicious. I ate them as a lunch because I yeah. had five jalapenos. No, I had five halves. Yeah. Five... Did you get heartburn? No. But Adrian had fiery bum. <laughs> That'll do it. <laughs> wow. It's such a weird American snack. But it sounds yummy. I feel like I'd enjoy it, except it might be a bit spicy for me. They're not too bad. That's why I'm saying scoop out the chili seeds if you don't want them, because yeah. the chili itself has a bit of a peppery taste to it, but yeah. isn't too hot. Yes. But if you want to add the spice, then add the seeds, add the seeds. in. And... They're truly delicious. I think that they would be a beautiful accompaniment to if you were doing some tacos or if you were doing Mm. just as a little entree. Mm. When you do your, like, spiced corn vibe. Mm. Do that with it. Mm. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. I feel like little kids would like that if you kept the chili out. Yeah, they're truly delicious and they're bite-sized. You can eat them with your fingers. Yeah, anyway, that's the end of this episode. Yeah, (laughs) let's finish on a popper. Pop, pop. Popping off. Uh, Okay. We'll see you on Wednesday. Wednesday. Please leave us a review if you haven't already. Please follow us on Instagram at allbasescovered.pod. Also, next week. Next Wednesday. Not this Wednesday, but next Wednesday. We're going to have a guest. Who do you think it's going to be? It's a familiar one. We're launching with a familiar face. That you've seen and heard from before on this pod. Okay, Not to give too much away. Have a great week. Bye. 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.